Hello and welcome back to the Scars to Your Beautiful Purpose. I am your host, Derry Cox. Thank you for joining. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for all your love. Um, I hope that everyone is staying safe and staying prayed up. You know, that's how I start my, my podcast. Uh, thank you so much for sticking with me um, to listen to whatever I'm talking about. And especially when, you know, the word of God that, you know, that's on my heart to talk about. Um, this episode, um, I'm going to talk about a few things. Um, with, one of which is results of true wisdom also living in the world of fools um the words of a fool or being different from the world or and also acting responsibly so there's some words that i'm a little (laughs) hesitant to say i don't like to call anyone out of their name but there's some some things and then there's some people that really um you just have to say, well, you know, if you're if you're doing this or you're saying this, this will make you foolish. And I'm not the one to really say that, but this is kind of like something that um, I actually want to talk about. So, I would, you know, James three eighteen says, the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. A wise life is a righteous life and I'll continue there talking about wisdom and understanding wisdom as I did on my previous episodes. I want to turn to um, to talk about the Puritan minister who is Richard Baxter and what he said. He said, wisdom is honorable because it is the skill of doing good. Like Baxter, James also sees a connection between wisdom and doing good. And then in as I read to you, James 3.18 is in the present tense and literally reads, the fruit of righteousness is being sown in peace by them that make peace. At first glance, it, it seems strange that James would say the fruit of righteousness is being sown because usually seed is sown, but harvested fruit also becomes seed for the next crop, right? The fruit of righteousness is sown again in peace by those who make peace. So where true wisdom exists, true righteousness follows. And that's because, and that becomes seed and generates more righteousness. That's the law of sowing and reaping. It is a continual cycle. One righteous act harvested from the field of true wisdom becomes the seed to grow another righteous act. Those who make peace receive the benefit from it and righteousness flourishes in a climate of peace. The bottom line is that peacemakers aren't preoccupied with themselves. The life of a farmer, let's say for instance the life of a farmer, it illustrates what James is saying. The seeds that a farmer plants in the spring are what we what he eventually harvests in the fall. Similarly, by sowing righteous deeds each day of your life, you can be assured of what you'll reap. A life that reflects true wisdom. So make it your aim to live righteously. I want to also suggest that you worship you worship God for being righteous and ask him to help you obey his word and live a righteous life. And I want to... <laughs> 
move on to um, living in a world of fools, right? Proverbs 24 7. Wisdom is too high for a fool. A fool wants his own way. Um, this is this is written as, uh, as much as I don't want to say call anyone a fool. It's like it's written in the word and it's there, right? Proverbs 24 7. I'm going to say that again. Wisdom is too high for a fool. And a fool wants his own way. There's no question in my mind that if that we live in a world of fools. In fact, everyone born into this world comes in with a congenital foolishness, otherwise known as the sin nature. Proverbs 22:15 says, "Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child." Since we live in a world of fools, let's look at a few of their characteristics. So, a fool denies God. We can read Psalms 14.1 that says, The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have committed abominable deeds. There is no one who does good. I call this practical atheism, right? A fool lives as if there was no God, denying God with his actions. A fool becomes his own God. Proverbs 12.15 says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. No man can live without the God. It isn't a question of does he worship. It is a question of whom does he worship. If a person doesn't worship the true God, he will worship a false God, which inevitably will be a reflection of himself. He becomes the one who determines truth and error, articulating his own standards, standards for living. And... A fool mocks sin. Proverbs 14, 9 says, Fools mock a sin. Since a fool makes his own rules, he wants to justify his own behavior to make sure he's going to be all right in the, e in the end. He attempts to eliminate sin along with its consequences. A fool then begins by living as if there was no God, substituting himself as God and determining his own style of life. Then he denies the existence of sin because he cannot tolerate guilt when God saved you you stopped your foolishness and you became his wise child yes we have all fallen short and we become in our weaknesses I think that's where we really need to tap in to to speak to God during our like when we are weak you know that's where we really need to tap in and we need to be encouraged knowing God will continue to help us to grow in wisdom true to our understanding and our obedience to his word. So in suggestion for prayer, I want you to pray for the salvation of a family member, a friend or a neighbor who is living foolishly that you can see. Um, moving on to the words of a fool, the tongue of the righteousness is as choice silver the heart of the wicked is worth little proverbs 10 20. a fool desires to share his folly with others in proverbs 1 7 it says the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge fools despise wisdom and instruction wisdom as defined in the book of proverbs is living by divine standards which implies accepting divine truth but a fool rejects that Right? First Corinthians 2.14 says that a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Right? That's a natural man. To a fool, foolishness is wisdom, and wisdom 
is foolishness. That a fool rejects God's wisdom is evident by the way he speaks. Proverbs 15.2 says, The tongue of the wise makes knowledge acceptable, but the mouth of fools spouts folly. In other words, a fool is quick to hear his opinion, but just as a bitter fountain producing bitter water and a rotten tree produces rotten fruit, so also a fool produces foolishness, speaking on his own authority and generating his own opinions. The world is full of the opinions of fools, fools who have denied God in their living, who have become their own gods, and who mocks the reality and consequences of sin. A fool not only is quick to hear, hear his opinions, but also progates his foolishness to others. In Proverbs 16, 22 says that the instruction of fools is folly. The fool contaminates the rest of society with the same foolishness that damns his own soul. He leaves it as a, a legacy to his children, his friends, and all those who fall under the influence of his folly. In contrast, the fools you, as a believer, are blessed to have the spirit of wisdom indwelling you and eliminating, illuminating sorry, your understanding of his word. Your words to others are based on the wisdom of scripture, not empty speculation. By bringing his word to mind in every circumstance, you can speak words that are like apples of gold in settings of silver. Proverbs 25, 11. So I'm going to suggest this is a prayer again. Thank God for teaching us how we should speak and not speak through his word. So I'm going to go on to uh, being different from the world. It is good to be different. You want to stand out. You want to be that bright shining light um, and not be a follower. Just allow God to use you. Allow your light to shine. Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise. Ephesians 5.15 Living wisely will set you apart from the world. Walking in wisdom is an element of the word you walk that Paul has been describing since the beginning of Ephesians 4. He says in verse 1, Walk in a matter wordy of the calling which, which you have been called. And then proceed to describe this wordy walk with the following characteristics. It is a humble walk. Ephesians 4, 1, 3. A united walk. Ephesians 4, 16. A unique walk. Ephesians 4, 17 to 32. A loving walk. Ephesians 5, 1 to 7. An illuminated walk. 5, 8, 14. And a wise walk. Ephesians 5, verses 15 to 17. The point that Paul is making in describing the very elements various elements of the wordy walk is that us as believers are different from the world. The world can't be humble because everyone is fighting for his rights. The world can't be united because it celebrates and exalts differences. The world can't be unique because it's trapped in its own self-destruction. The world can't love because it doesn't have the life of God, the source of real love. The world can't know light because it lies in the system of darkness. And the world can be wise because the wisdom of God is hidden from the mind of man. As Paul says in 2 Timothy 3.7, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. 
realize that being different from the world is an asset to your to you as a witness not a hindrance when others see you obeying scripture when they see you walking in wisdom they'll notice that you are not like them that difference can create opportunity to tell them about your savior so let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven matthew 5 16 keep walking in wisdom and let others be attracted to the light of Jesus Christ. Suggestion for prayer is to ask God to help you be a witness whose testimony shines brightly for Christ. And I'm going to move on to acting responsibly. Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as an unwise man, but as wise. Ephesians 5.15 Every believer is responsible to walk wisely. I believe that the moment an individual becomes saved, God deposits enough wisdom in him. And when I say him, it's him and her, you know, to make him absolutely responsible for his behavior. Someone may say, wait a minute, how can a brand new believer walk in wisdom? Doesn't he grow into that? Haven't wise believers been saved for many years? Such questions miss the point of Ephesians 5.15, the first word. In this verse takes us back to Paul's invitation to become saved in verse 13. Awake sleeper and arise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. In other words, Paul is saying because you are saved, you are to walk in wisdom. When you receive Christ, you simultaneously receive wisdom and therefore are responsible to walk wisely. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, By God, doing you are in Christ Jesus who becomes to us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. The moment of salvation, you are made wise, you are made righteous, and you are sanctified. You don't get redeemed first and receive those things later. Colossians 2.3 says, In Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. You are in Christ and all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are in Him. Consequently, in Him you have been made complex. If you're redeemed, you are you have wisdom. You don't have to wait till you've been saved 5, 10, or 40 years. You are no longer a fool. You're wise. And on that basis, Paul says, walk as wise. Live according to the wisdom that you possess. And as a suggestion for your prayer, thank God for blessing you with his great salvation so that you can walk wisely. And... Yeah, that brings it to what I wanted to share with you today. Also, there's a lot of like names and words in the Bible. I'm like, okay, what is that? Like, it is really unique and truly different. And sometimes my ta- my tongue get tied up. But uh, please excuse me for that. I'm not a cut and paste person. I, I record my podcast and it goes right through. Um, and I like to do it in a natural format. Like, um, if I mess up on a word, I'll say I apologize for that and I'll keep it moving. Um, so when you hear those words and I'm not able to pronounce them correctly, you know, I'll try my best to do that and then I'll just move on because that's what I do. Um, so that brings it to what I wanted to share with you this week. 
um, to not be a fool, like to be wise in that. You get your wisdom from God and understanding his words and and what he has um, what he has spoken to you about. Like you continue to stay prayed up and you continue to ask him to uh, bless you and to um, share his wisdom, what he what he thinks you need to know because we don't need to know everything, right? So whatever he thinks that you need to know, what I need to know, that's what you know. we pray for. I want him to show me. I always ask him to show me what it is he needs me to see um, with everything that's going on. You know, we don't want to get, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Overwhelmed with a lot of things. And so there's so many things to remember. And um, I ask God to just show me and, and talk to me about the things that he needs me to know for my purpose, for my journey here, for my life here. I'm not interested in knowing everybody else's, what, what, you know, what he needs them to know. He, he allows me to know what he needs me to know. And that's, I am satisfied with that. And I hope that you are as well. And I hope that you are also reaching to understand more and more about God, understand about true wisdom. Um, and understand that he continues to be in control and he holds all the pieces um, to everything that we call life. So, not much other things to share with you except the fact that I'm looking forward to all of God's blessing in 2023, all the things that he continued to uh, pour out um, onto my heart. Um, I've been taking it really easy and doing a lot of back-end planning with a lot of things that I have coming up and things that I'm trying to put into place for 2023. Um, and so, uh, you know, so it's just sometimes I just, when I'm on Instagram or on any other social network, which would be Instagram or Facebook or uh, there's fan base too, so you guys need to check that out. Uh, when I'm on there, I would share about my book. I would share about the books that I've already written and um, also, you know, the the other podcast that I'm a part of, Two two Chairs, One Chat. Um, And also, um, I haven't been sharing a lot about my skincare line because I'm doing a lot of things, a lot of other things that I think that I need to do that that I think I've... uh, you know, a lot of things that I'm doing. I'm just going to leave it as that. And I'm looking forward to share all of that with you guys. But most of it, most of everything that's going on in the back has to do with the Proof Foundation. And just to give you a little bit, for those of you who are now listening to this podcast, the Proof Foundation is set up to help abuse women and children. I've included a whole host of things and a whole host of people that I want to help because I believe that um, everyone needs to help. My focus is abuse women and children, also women with cancer, cancer survivors, um, children with cancer. Those are like my main focus, but it's open to people, wherever you are, whoever you are that need help. And if we're in that position to help you, you will also be included. There's no one, we're not crossing anyone off the list because I think God is uh provided me the wisdom to really push for this to really go after this and he knows my heart so he knows exactly what he was doing when he placed all of those things on my heart to do and that continued to be like i said my life continued to be a testimony the things that i'm doing the people that i've i've ran into the people that i fall off of my life that i'm not close to anymore god knows what he was doing and i think um 
I know that it's only for my good that he's doing everything. So, you know, once you understand the moves of God and how he moves, when you see things happening in your life, you're just like, okay. For me, it's like, okay. Well, you know, and then you sometimes you you feel things, you know. God give you that wisdom and that understanding, that um, intuition to know certain things and to see them before it happened or as soon as it happened you understand okay so i know where this is going or what this is trying to do and that is really important the the relationship you build with god gets you there the closest you have with him gets you there um and really knowing what your purpose is is really important right like some of some of us are just doing whatever um, and it's really not our purpose and then at the end of the day what you will realize is that well I'm still not happy and I'm still not content because that's really what you're not supposed to be doing like that's not for you you know um, sometimes I want to call them copycatters but I'm not into this name calling of people but you know sometimes it's so blatant you're like all right it is what it is, you know. Um, and so I continue to push forward and to do what God called me to do. I'm not, I'm a very supportive person. And so I will continue to support people whenever and whenever and wherever I can. But my, what is most important to me is serving my purpose. What's most important to me is being obedient and doing what God has called me to, to do. Um, so I, I used to share a lot. And um, I've stopped doing that because I think sometimes those things, just sharing, kind of hinders you in what you're doing. You have to be careful, you know, um, what you're saying and how you're saying. So I have stopped sharing a lot of stuff, um, even on social media. Most of all on social media. When you see, that's when it's like, okay, it's here. This is what's happening. So um, I've done that because it's kind of like, what I heard God was telling me, okay, calm it down, my daughter. Say nothing else. Just do. And um, even though I'm doing things, he was like, all right, I know you're excited. I know you you like to tell people what you're doing. But at this point, I just need for you to just zip it. Like, shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And yes, he literally would say, shut up shut your mouth and i'm here i'm here for it i laugh and i just said i got you okay that's how i talk to god like i have like he is my father i have you know i love him because he takes care of me he never leaves me and um truly in my in my heart in my soul in my spirit that he has made me to be this woman that i am today this strong woman um that believe that anything is possible as long as you put your mind to it and and as long as God is showing you and he's on your side and you know that you're going in the right direction um, you're not going because someone else told you to do but you also prayed about it and heard the answer sometimes it takes a little while to answer but that's why you have to learn patience and patience is very important as well as being obedient and when he says move you move when he just says stay still you stay still and there's a lot of things when I wake up in the morning, I'm grateful for the fact that I open my eyes. It's it's a privilege to be to be breathing. And I think a lot of us take advantage of it. Um, take a lot of us don't realize how important it 
important that is and how, um, you know, how we still have that. We have purpose, so that's why we're here. And so for me, I just, that's really important for me to be able to open my eyes and to, to continue and to, to walk into my purpose and do what God has called me to do. And I get excited about that. And I get excited that I have purpose. You know, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm going for. Every day, more and more, I get stronger because I know who who has my best interest. I know that God is never leaving me. He has never left me regardless of what I went through. He has shown me that things have happened because of the moves and the steps and the sidewalks and stuff that I have taken without focusing, without, you know, listening or, you know, paying attention. And so I understand. I'm at that point where I understand and I see it in everything, everything I can, I can, you know, sometimes those things, when I remember it, I'm like, wow, you know, it's, 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 it helps me to be able to share with other people. Like, listen, this is not it. Like pay attention, you know, get closer to God. And that's the most important thing that you can do. And once you get closer to him, he'll start to show you your purpose. You have to pray a maxim about it. You have to invite him. And so this is another opportunity for you to invite him into your life and make him the, as, as you should, the most important part of your life. Like I always like to say, without him being in my life and the relationship I have with him, the other relationships that I have would not be the success that it is. And um, I thank God for opening my eyes to that. And I continue to thank. I continue to thank him. I to continue to, to, uh, to build on that relationship. That is the most important thing in my life, you know. So I hope that you guys will listen to what I'm saying, and would learn something from today and what I've shared with you, and um, that it will give you the strength to continue on to walk in your purpose. And it says to scars to your beautiful purpose, right? Some of us are carrying around these scars that we have to like really let it out. If we need to cry about it, cry about it, pray about it. I remember going through a heartbreak and all I could remember doing, I was asking God to just help me and take away that pain that I was going through. I wasn't mad, you know, I would, I just needed to be healed. And I think it took me maybe... Take me, took me over a year for me to be healed because I think at that point I was so vulnerable that when that someone walked out of my life it hurt more than anything I've ever really experienced in my life and in fact I'm being betrayed but go get my book The Scars I Come With and you'll read all about that um, so continue to stay prayed up continue to uh, reach uh, stay at the feet of God and to ask him for guidance and when he talks to you try to be obedient okay that's 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 very very important being obedient is very very important remember to wash your hands and um stay healthy and take care of yourself um get the exercise that you need walk 30 minutes a day or something like that but keep moving keep those um legs and hands and all that stuff moving and stay healthy that's really really important because we're not going to be able to continue wanting to to walk in a true purpose if we're not healthy like what are we doing right (laughs) 
You know, we don't want to have to get sick and then we are calling on God. It's like, why did you not pay attention and take care of yourself all the time? You know, now you got to call on God. I mean, he's going to help you, but come on, don't give him work. Give him real work. <laughs> all right. Um, let him show you how he moved those mountains. And you can just move your feet and exercise. I thank you so, so, so very much for listening to The Scars Stay Beautiful Purse. Remember, purpose. Remember to check out my books, The Scars I Come With and The Child Within, which is a sequel. The part two is coming next year, 2023. Um, don't know what time, what month. Don't know none of that, but I know it's coming sometime. Um, so, yeah. Check it out. You can get it wherever books are sold. You can find me on Instagram at I am Dari Cox. And also my poetry page has been really, really quiet. But that Derry, that's Derry's, D-E-R-R-Y apostrophe S, Poetry Launch. You can check me out there for my poetry. Both of my pages are private, so you would have to knock so I can let you in. I like to be private sometimes um, until it's necessary to, to open up, you know. Um, so... Again, thank you for listening to The Scars Stay Beautiful Purpose. I am your host, Derry Cox. Thank you so much. Goodbye.